In a world forever altered by the cataclysmic clashes of gods and titans, Prometheus, the last of the titans, roamed the vast, desolate landscape. His towering figure, draped in tattered remnants of a bygone era, moved with a heavy sense of solitude through the ruins of what was once a thriving civilization. His eyes, old as time, reflected a deep sorrow for a world he had helped shape but could no longer protect. The earth under his feet was cracked and barren, a testament to the devastating wars that had raged between the gods and his kin. Ancient forests had turned to ash, rivers ran dry, and the sky hung heavy with a perpetual gloom. The once proud cities of men lay in ruins, their glory days long forgotten. Prometheus, bearing the burden of eternal life, witnessed the rise and fall of countless empires, yet nothing pained him more than the current state of the world, a shadow of its former self. As he traversed through the remnants of a crumbled city, his attention was drawn to a stirring in the rubble. From the shadows emerged Lila, a young woman with a fierce determination in her eyes. Clad in armour pieced together from the relics of the past, she carried the aura of a warrior forged in the fires of rebellion. Her gaze met Prometheus's, an unspoken understanding passing between them. They were both outcasts, survivors in a land forsaken by the gods. Lila, unlike Prometheus, was not burdened by centuries of memories. Her fight was for the present, a rebellion against the gods who had turned their backs on humanity. She spoke of her people, scattered and oppressed, clinging to the hope of freedom. Prometheus listened, his heart stirring with a sense of purpose he hadn't felt in ages. Here was a chance, perhaps his last, to make a difference in the world he had helped create. As they conversed amid the ruins, a plan began to take shape. Legends spoke of the Well of Souls, a mythical source of power said to be capable of changing the very fabric of reality. It was a beacon of hope, long sought after by both mortals and immortals alike. If they could find it, they could perhaps turn the tide against the gods who had brought the world to its knees. United by a common cause, Prometheus and Lila decided to embark on this perilous quest. For Prometheus, it was a chance to atone for his inability to save his titan brethren and the world they had once cherished. For Lila, it was a step towards the liberation of her people and a fight against the tyranny of the gods. As they set off from the ruins of the city, their journey promised to be one filled with challenges. They would face the wrath of gods, the ferocity of monsters and the trials of a land that had lost its way. But in their hearts burned the fire of hope, a flame that would guide them through the darkest of times. This marked the beginning of an epic journey, a titan and a rebel, against the might of the gods, in search of the Well of Souls. Lila and Prometheus, embarking on their perilous journey, ventured into a dense forest that lay like a dark, uncharted maze before them. The forest, with its gnarled trees and thick underbrush, seemed to whisper secrets of an ancient world. As they navigated through the tangled foliage, Lila moved with the agility of a seasoned warrior, her senses attuned to the slightest rustle or snap of a twig. Prometheus, towering above the canopy, moved with a deliberate, powerful grace, 
his eyes scanning the shadows. Despite his immense strength, he trod carefully, aware of the fragile balance of this natural world that had suffered so much. The air was thick with the scent of moss and damp earth, a stark contrast to the sterile desolation they had left behind. As they delved deeper, an eerie silence began to settle around them, a silence that spoke of lurking dangers. Suddenly, without warning, the forest erupted into chaos. From the shadows, a horde of monstrous creatures, grotesque and twisted, ambushed them. These beasts, bearing the marks of the gods' cruel experiments, snarled and snapped with a ferocity born of unnatural origins. Lila reacted instantly, drawing her sword, a relic of a time when men dared to challenge the gods. She moved with a fluidity that belied the danger, her blade cutting through the air, meeting the flesh of the monsters with lethal precision. Her eyes blazed with a fierce determination, each strike a defiance against the gods who had created these abominations. Prometheus, with his titanic strength, waded into the fray, his massive hands crushing the creatures that dared to approach. His movements, though massive, were not clumsy. They were the refined maneuvers of a being who had known battles since the dawn of time. With each sweep of his arm, he sent the monsters reeling, their twisted forms no match for his might. The battle raged under the canopy, the clash of steel and the roar of monsters filling the air. But as suddenly as it had begun, the ambush waned. The creatures, realizing the strength of their opponents, retreated back into the darkness from whence they came. In the aftermath, Lila and Prometheus stood among the fallen beasts, their breaths heavy in the silence that followed. It was clear now that the gods were aware of their quest, and this ambush was but a taste of the challenges they would face. The realization only fueled their resolve, for they now understood the lengths to which the gods would go to stop them. In the quiet aftermath of the monstrous ambush, as Lila and Prometheus continued their journey, they stumbled upon a hidden encampment deep within the forest. Concealed by thick foliage, the camp was a grim sight. A group of humans, ragged and worn, were bound and guarded by creatures loyal to a minor god. These humans, enslaved and broken, toiled under the watchful eyes of their captors, their spirits as shackled as their bodies. Lila's eyes narrowed at the sight. She had heard tales of humans taken by the gods, forced into servitude for their divine whims. But witnessing it ignited a fierce anger in her. Prometheus, witnessing the plight of these mortals, felt a deep stirring of empathy. They knew they could not simply pass by. The two quickly devised a plan. Prometheus, with his immense size, would draw the attention of the guards, using his presence as a distraction. Lila, with her skills honed in rebellion, would use the opportunity to free the captives. As Prometheus emerged from the forest, his towering form casting a long shadow over the camp, the guards were immediately alerted. Their monstrous forms converged on him, underestimating the strength of the Titan. Prometheus engaged them with thunderous might, each blow echoing through the forest. Meanwhile, Lila moved like a shadow, slipping unseen into the camp. She moved from one captive to another, swiftly and silently severing their bonds. Her movements were precise, each step calculated to avoid detection. The captives, upon realizing their liberation was at hand, 
began to find their own courage. They rallied, picking up fallen weapons of their captors, their fear turning into a burning desire for freedom. The camp, once a place of despair, became a battleground for liberation. As Prometheus dealt with the last of the guards, Lila and the newly freed captives fought side by side to overpower their oppressors. The fight was fierce but brief. The captors, surprised and outnumbered, stood little chance against the combined might of a titan and a band of liberated humans. In the end, the camp was silent once more, but this time it was a silence of freedom. The captives, now free, gathered around Lila and Prometheus, their faces etched with gratitude and newfound hope. They shared stories of their capture and enslavement, recognizing the strength in numbers and the shared goal of defying the gods. The group decided to join Lila and Prometheus in their quest. Their knowledge of the land and the gods' workings would prove invaluable. As they set out together, the former captives walked with heads held high, no longer shackled by fear. Their journey had just begun, but already they had struck a blow against their divine oppressors. As Lila, Prometheus and their band of newfound allies continued their journey, they encountered a charismatic stranger who introduced himself as Marcus. He emerged from a thicket at the edge of their path, his demeanor calm and his eyes carrying a knowing gleam. Clad in a traveler's garb that bore subtle signs of otherworldly craftsmanship, Marcus expressed a keen interest in their quest and offered his assistance. With a silver tongue and a persuasive manner, Marcus quickly ingratiated himself with the group. He spoke of the gods with an insider's knowledge, revealing hidden pathways and secret weaknesses of divine beings. His insights were invaluable, guiding them through obstacles that would have otherwise proven insurmountable. Marcus's charm and apparent sincerity earned him a place within their ranks, and he soon became an advisor of sorts, especially to Lila. However, as they journeyed together, Lila began to notice peculiarities in Marcus's behavior. He often wandered away from camp during the night, returning with evasive explanations. His knowledge of the gods was too detailed, too intimate. Doubts crept into Lila's mind, leading her to keep a watchful eye on their new ally. Her suspicions came to a head one night when, following Marcus during one of his mysterious disappearances, she witnessed him conversing with a shadowy figure that vanished as quickly as it appeared. Confronting him upon his return to the camp, Lila demanded the truth. Marcus, realizing his facade had crumbled, revealed his true identity. He was a god, a lesser deity, who had been sent by the higher gods to infiltrate and sabotage their mission. His task had been to lead them astray, ensuring they never reached the Well of Souls. The revelation sent a shockwave through the group. Anger and betrayal filled the air as they grappled with the deceit. Prometheus, who had seen his share of deceptions by the gods, remained calm but deeply disappointed. He understood the gods' fear of their quest and their resort to treachery. Yet, in a surprising turn, Marcus expressed a change of heart. Moved by the resilience and determination of Lila and the group, he confessed that he no longer wished to serve the whims of the higher gods. He offered to continue aiding them, this time genuinely, to make amends for his deception. The group was torn. Trusting a god, especially one who had deceived them, was a risk. 
but Marcus's knowledge had been indispensable, and his change of heart could be a valuable asset. After a heated debate, they decided to allow Marcus to stay, but under watchful eyes. Lila, in particular, made it clear that any sign of treachery would be met with swift retribution. As the journey progressed, the group faced challenges that tested their resolve and strength. It became evident that the path to the Well of Souls was not just obscured by physical barriers, but shrouded in mysteries they couldn't unravel. Marcus, now an uneasy ally, suggested that the answers they sought might be found in the one place that held secrets even the gods dared not disturb. The Underworld. The idea of venturing into the Underworld, the realm of the dead, was met with apprehension. It was a place of shadows and forgotten souls, where the living were not meant to tread. But the potential to uncover truths that could aid their quest was too great to ignore. After much discussion, the group, led by Lila's unwavering determination and Prometheus's stoic resolve, agreed to undertake this perilous journey. Their path to the underworld was fraught with danger. They traveled through desolate lands where the veil between the worlds was thin. The air grew colder, the sky darker, as they approached the entrance, a gaping maw in the earth that whispered of forgotten tales and lost spirits. Descending into the underworld was like stepping into another realm entirely. The path wound down into the depths, through caverns and across Stygian rivers, where ghostly figures lingered, echoes of their former selves. As they delved deeper, they encountered the spirits of the dead. Some were silent, lost in their eternal lament, while others whispered secrets and warnings. The group pressed on, guided by the dim, eerie luminescence that seemed to emanate from the very walls of the underworld. Prometheus, familiar with the ancient paths of the gods, led them with a somber certainty. Lila, ever vigilant, kept the group focused, her resolve unwavering even in the face of the haunting presence of the dead. Marcus, despite his divine nature, seemed uneasy, aware that the underworld was a place where even gods could be held accountable. Finally, after what seemed like an eternity in the timeless realm, they arrived in the heart of the underworld. It was a vast, shadowy expanse where the spirits of the dead congregated, a realm that seemed to exist outside the normal flow of time. Here, in the domain of the forgotten and the lost, they hoped to find the answers they needed to continue their quest. In the eerie expanse of the underworld, amidst the whispers of lost souls, the group stumbled upon a sight most unexpected. There, in a secluded chamber veiled in shadows, sat a figure both majestic and forlorn. This was no ordinary spirit of the dead. It was a god, but one whose aura was dimmed, his divine essence fractured. He introduced himself as Eris, a god exiled to the underworld for defying the edicts of his kin. Eris, once a deity of considerable power, now presented a visage of a god broken. His eyes, though still gleaming with an otherworldly light, were filled with a profound sadness. The group listened, captivated, as Eris recounted his tale. He spoke of his opposition to the cruel machinations of the other gods, how he had sought to bring change, but was ultimately betrayed and cast down into the underworld as punishment. His words wove a tale of divine politics, 
of alliances and betrayals within the ranks of the gods. Eris revealed that the Pantheon was not as united as they seemed. Fractures and rifts ran deep, with rivalries and grudges shaping their interactions. This revelation was a glimmer of hope for Lila and her companions. If the gods were divided, perhaps they could be outmaneuvered. Eris spoke of the Well of Souls with a mixture of reverence and sorrow. He confirmed its existence and its power to alter the very fabric of reality. However, he warned them of the grave dangers that lay ahead. The well was heavily guarded, not just by physical barriers, but by enchantments and traps that could ensnare both body and soul. Prometheus, recognizing a kindred spirit in Eris, questioned him about the well's location. Eris, bound by his exile, could not guide them there directly, but offered cryptic clues that would help them on their journey. He spoke in riddles of a path shrouded in darkness, a trial by fire, and a choice that would test their very essence. As they prepared to leave, Eris imparted a final piece of wisdom. He urged them to be wary, not just of the god's wrath, but of the well's power. Such a force, he cautioned, was not meant for mortals or gods to wield carelessly. Its power was a double-edged sword, capable of both creation and destruction. The encounter with Eris added a new depth to their quest. They had gained valuable insights, not only into the nature of their divine adversaries, but also about the elusive well of souls. The knowledge that the gods were not a united front gave them a strategic advantage, one they were keen to exploit. After departing from the somber presence of Eris, Lila, Prometheus and their companions continued their arduous journey through the underworld. The realm's oppressive atmosphere weighed heavily on them, sapping their strength with each step. It was during this time of weariness that they stumbled upon a sight that seemed like a mirage in the desolate expanse. A lush oasis. The oasis appeared as a haven amidst the bleakness of the underworld. Verdant greenery surrounded a clear, tranquil pool of water, its surface reflecting the scarce light that filtered through the gloom. Weary and parched, the group eagerly approached, the promise of rest and respite too tempting to resist. The water, when they drank, was cool and rejuvenating, seeming to wash away the fatigue that clung to their bones. The fruit that grew in abundance was sweet and nourishing. For a moment it felt as if they had found a sanctuary, a place to recover and regain their strength. However, this respite was short-lived. As they rested by the water, strange sensations began to take hold. The air around them seemed to shimmer, and vivid hallucinations started to manifest. The once tranquil oasis transformed into a landscape of surreal and disorienting visions. Prometheus, with his ancient wisdom, was the first to realize the truth. The oasis was an illusion, a trap set by the gods. The water and fruit, while healing in appearance, were laced with enchantments designed to confuse and disorient. The gods had intended to ensnare their minds, to break their will and deter them from their quest. The group struggled to maintain their grasp on reality as the hallucinations grew more intense. Visions of their deepest fears and desires played out before them, blurring the lines between the real and the unreal. Lila saw her people free and flourishing, 
only to watch them dissolve into shadows. Prometheus was haunted by the faces of his fallen Titan brethren, their voices echoing accusations of betrayal. Amidst the chaos of their minds, it was the voice of Marcus, the god who had once sought to deceive them, that guided them back to reality. His familiarity with divine trickery proved crucial in helping the group recognize and fight against the illusions. With concerted effort and sheer willpower, they broke free from the grip of the hallucinations. Shaken but resolute, they gathered their bearings and prepared to leave the treacherous oasis behind. The experience had been a harrowing reminder of the gods' cunning and the dangers that lay in wait on their journey. Having survived the ordeal of the poisoned oasis, Lila, Prometheus and their companions pressed on, their spirits buoyed by the notion that they were drawing closer to their goal. Marcus, now more a guide than a mere traveller among them, led the group based on the cryptic clues provided by Eris and his own divine knowledge. After days of navigating the treacherous terrain of the underworld, they arrived at a location that Marcus assured them was the Well of Souls. In a cavern illuminated by an ethereal glow, there stood a well, its structure ancient and adorned with symbols that spoke of old magic and forgotten lore. The group, weary yet elated, approached the well with a sense of reverence. They believed they had finally found the source of power that could change the fate of their world. Prometheus, towering over the well, peered into its depths. The water within shimmered with a spectral light, inviting yet unfathomable. Lila reached out, her hand hovering over the water, ready to unlock the power they had sought so desperately. But before her fingers could touch the surface, the well reacted. The water churned and the symbols on the stone began to glow ominously. The ground shook and spectral chains shot out from the well, ensnaring the group with an unyielding grip. It was then that the harsh reality crashed upon them. This was not the well of souls, but a trap set by the gods. The clues Marcus had followed, the path they had taken, all had been a ruse to lead them into this snare. Panic and confusion set in as they struggled against their restraints, the well now a looming harbinger of doom. In the midst of the chaos, Prometheus's strength proved invaluable. With a roar that echoed through the cavern, he pulled against the chains, his titanic might straining against the magic that bound them. His efforts created a momentary respite, loosening the group's bonds just enough for them to fight back. Lila, with the agility of a seasoned warrior, slipped free of her chains and assisted the others. Marcus, despite the guilt that weighed heavily upon him for leading them into this trap, used his divine knowledge to counteract the well's magic. Together they fought against the trap, a battle of wills and strength against the cunning of the gods. After a tense struggle, they managed to break free, the well's magic faltering under their combined efforts. As they retreated from the false well of souls, the cavern began to collapse, a final spiteful attempt to bury them in its depths. Narrowly escaping the collapsing cavern, the group found themselves once again in the desolate landscape of the underworld. The realization that they had been deceived and the true well of souls was still a mystery weighed heavily upon them. However, the ordeal had not broken their spirits. If anything, 
It had strengthened their resolve to find the well and defy the gods who sought to thwart them. In the aftermath of the false well of souls, as the group navigated through the shadowy corridors of the underworld, a new and unexpected figure appeared on their path. He was a deity, but unlike any they had encountered before. With a mischievous grin and a gaze that seemed to dance with hidden knowledge, he introduced himself as Zephyr, the god of chaos. Zephyr's appearance was as unpredictable as his nature. His attire was a whirlwind of colours, ever-shifting, reflecting his chaotic essence. He spoke with a voice that was both captivating and unsettling, telling them that he had been watching their journey with great interest. The group was initially wary. After their experience with Marcus and the deceitful trap of the false well, trusting another god seemed like a folly. However, Zephyr presented an intriguing proposition. He claimed to possess knowledge of the true Well of Souls, knowledge that he would share if they allowed him to join their quest. Zephyr's offer was met with a mixture of skepticism and intrigue. His reputation as a god of chaos preceded him, making his allegiance questionable at best. Yet, the tantalizing prospect of acquiring information that could lead them to the Well was too compelling to dismiss outright. Lila, ever the pragmatist, proposed a cautious approach. They would accept Zephyr's assistance but remain vigilant for any signs of treachery. Prometheus, understanding the mercurial nature of gods like Zephyr, agreed, knowing that they were treading a fine line between valuable aid and potential disaster. The decision to include Zephyr in their group brought a new dynamic to their journey. His insights into the divine realm were indeed invaluable, offering them a perspective that was radically different from anything they had known. Zephyr spoke of the gods and their domains with a casual irreverence, revealing secrets and pathways hidden from mortal and divine eyes alike. However, his presence also introduced an element of unpredictability. Zephyr's actions were often spontaneous and whimsical, sometimes aiding their progress other times leading them into bizarre and unnecessary detours. His motivations remained a mystery, wrapped in riddles and chaotic whims. Despite the risks, the group pressed on, now with a god of chaos among them. They traversed the underworld's treacherous paths, guided by Zephyr's erratic yet insightful directions. The journey was becoming more complex and dangerous, but the promise of reaching the Well of Souls and achieving their ultimate goal kept them moving forward. The journey of Lila, Prometheus and their eclectic group, now joined by the unpredictable god of chaos, Zephyr, continued through the underworld's labyrinthine passages. They were drawing closer to the true location of the Well of Souls, guided by Zephyr's enigmatic clues. However, as they ventured deeper, a sense of foreboding grew among them a feeling that they were racing against a looming threat. Their apprehensions proved valid when, without warning, the very bowels of the underworld began to tremble. A distant rumbling grew into a deafening roar, echoing through the caverns. Then, with a force that shook the foundations of the realm, the gods unleashed their most devastating obstacle yet, a great flood. Water surged through the underworld with relentless fury, transforming dry passages into raging torrents. 
the group was caught off guard by the sudden deluge. The flood was no mere natural occurrence. It was imbued with divine power, a cataclysmic weapon intended to halt their quest and extinguish their lives. Lila and Prometheus rallied the group, urging them to seek higher ground. Zephyr, despite his chaotic nature, seemed unusually focused, leading them through shortcuts and hidden pathways, trying to outrun the rapidly rising waters. The flood showed no mercy. It swept through the underworld with a wrath that spoke of the gods' desperation to stop them. The group fought against the current, helping each other through the treacherous waters. But the flood was relentless. In the chaos, several of their allies were swept away by the merciless tide. Their cries were lost amidst the roar of the water, a harsh reminder of the cost of their journey. The loss weighed heavily on the group. Each life lost a stark testament to the gods' cruelty. Prometheus, using his immense strength, broke through collapsed passages and created paths where none existed. Lila, with her unyielding spirit, encouraged and supported her companions, refusing to let the flood break their resolve. After what seemed like an eternity battling against the flood, they finally found refuge in a cavern that rose above the water's reach. Exhausted, battered, but alive, they watched as the flood eventually receded, leaving a trail of destruction in its wake. The group, now diminished in number but strengthened in resolve, took a moment to mourn their lost companions. The Great Flood had been a harrowing trial, a display of the gods' immense power and their willingness to use it to maintain their dominion. After the harrowing ordeal with the Great Flood, the group, led by Lila and Prometheus, found themselves at a crossroads in their journey. The loss of their companions weighed heavily on their hearts, but the resolve to complete their quest burned brighter than ever. It was during this moment of quiet determination that Zephyr, the god of chaos, revealed a crucial piece of information. With a seriousness uncharacteristic of his usual demeanor, Zephyr spoke of a hidden path to the Well of Souls, a secret known only to a select few among the gods. This path, he explained, was veiled in layers of enchantments and dangers, a route designed to be undetectable and untraversable by those not versed in the ways of divine magic. The revelation of this hidden path ignited a spark of hope in the group. However, they were acutely aware that this would be the most perilous part of their journey yet. If the gods had gone to such lengths to conceal this route, the dangers that lay along it would be unlike any they had faced before. With a mix of determination and caution, they decided to follow Zephyr's guidance. The path began in an unassuming part of the underworld, behind a veil that seemed to shimmer and shift, distorting the reality around it. As Zephyr led them through the veil, they felt a disorienting sensation, as if stepping into another world entirely. The hidden path was a labyrinth of surreal beauty and danger. The air was thick with a palpable magic, and the landscape around them twisted and turned in impossible ways. They traversed through areas where gravity seemed to lose its hold, walked on pathways that materialized only a few steps ahead, and navigated through illusions that sought to lead them astray. Despite the treacherous nature of the path, the group pressed on. 
Prometheus, with his ancient knowledge, aided in deciphering the cryptic signs and symbols that marked their route. Lila, with her sharp instincts and unwavering focus, kept the group grounded and moving forward. Zephyr, for all his unpredictability, proved to be an invaluable guide, his familiarity with divine enchantments helping them overcome the myriad of mystical traps and barriers. As they journeyed deeper along the hidden path, the sense of nearing their destination grew. Each obstacle they overcame brought them closer to the Well of Souls, to the culmination of their quest. The challenges they faced were not merely physical, but a test of their resolve and unity as a group. As the group navigated the enigmatic and treacherous hidden path, they found themselves drawing closer to their ultimate goal. The camaraderie and trust they had built were about to be tested in a way they had not anticipated. In the midst of their journey, an unexpected betrayal struck at the very heart of their unity. One of their own, a human ally who had been freed from the enslavement of the gods, acted out of fear and desperation. This individual, whom they had come to trust and consider a friend, had secretly harbored doubts about the success of their mission. The continuous trials and the overwhelming might of the gods had frayed his resolve. In a moment of weakness, he attempted to sabotage their progress, believing that such an act might appease the gods and spare him further suffering. His betrayal came to light when he tried to destroy a crucial segment of the hidden path, an act that would have stranded the group in an endless maze of divine enchantments. His plan was thwarted by the quick actions of Lila and Prometheus, but the damage to the group's morale was significant. The sense of betrayal ran deep, not only because of the potential danger he had put them in, but because it undermined the trust and solidarity they had fostered. In the aftermath of this betrayal, as they confronted their erstwhile ally, a startling revelation came to light. The betrayer, in his confession, revealed a crucial piece of information he had unwittingly overheard from the gods during his time in captivity. The Well of Souls, the source of power they had been seeking so fervently, was tied directly to the life force of a titan. This revelation sent shockwaves through the group, particularly affecting Prometheus. The titan, already burdened by the weight of his eternal existence and the fall of his kin, was now faced with the harrowing truth that the power of the well might require a sacrifice of unimaginable magnitude. The Well of Souls, it seemed, was not just a repository of power, but a conduit linked to the very essence of a titan. The group was forced to pause and reflect on this new information. The nature of their quest had changed, and the moral implications of their mission had become more complex. For Prometheus, this revelation was a poignant reminder of the losses he had already endured and the potential cost of their success. Lila, ever the leader, recognized the gravity of the situation. She called for a council to discuss their next steps, understanding that the path forward needed to be reassessed in light of this new knowledge. The betrayal had not only exposed the fragility of their alliance, but had also unveiled a truth that could alter the course of their quest. The revelation about the Well of Souls and its connection to a Titan's life force cast a somber shadow over the group as they continued along the hidden path. 
Despite the moral quandaries and the betrayal they had faced, they pressed on, driven by the hope that their actions could still forge a better future. Their resolve led them to the threshold of their destination, but one final obstacle stood between them and the Well of Souls. As they emerged from the labyrinth of the hidden path, they found themselves in a vast cavern. In the center lay the Well of Souls, an awe-inspiring sight, its waters shimmering with an otherworldly light. Guarding the well was a creature of immense size and power, a monstrous entity crafted by the gods themselves. This guardian was a colossal beast, its form a terrifying amalgamation of various creatures, each aspect more fearsome than the last. Its eyes burned with a divine fire, a clear warning that the path to the well would not be conceded without a fierce confrontation. The presence of the Guardian solidified the group's determination. They knew that overcoming this creature was the final step in their long and arduous journey. Lila, Prometheus and the others readied themselves for battle, understanding the gravity of what was to come. The battle that ensued was unlike any they had faced before. The Guardian, with its God-given might, proved to be an overwhelming adversary. Its attacks were relentless and its defences seemed impregnable. Prometheus used his titanic strength to engage the beast, his blows echoing through the cavern. Lila, agile and precise, orchestrated their strategy, finding weak points in the Guardian's armour and directing their efforts to exploit them. The group fought with a desperate courage, knowing that this was the culmination of their struggles. The Guardian, for all its strength, was slowly worn down by their unyielding assault. The battle was a brutal test of endurance and will, each member of the group pushing themselves beyond their limits. In the end, their perseverance paid off. With a final, concerted effort, they managed to defeat the Guardian. The creature let out a deafening roar as it collapsed, its form dissipating into the ether from whence it was summoned. However, victory came at a grave cost. The group was gravely weakened, both physically and spiritually. The battle had taken its toll, leaving them exhausted and wounded. Several of their companions had fallen, their sacrifices a stark reminder of the stakes of their quest. As they gathered around the Well of Souls, the weight of their losses hung heavily upon them. They had overcome the final guardian, but the journey had exacted a significant price. The Well of Souls lay before them, within reach, but the knowledge of what accessing its power might entail cast a pall over their hard-won triumph. In the aftermath of their hard-fought victory against the Guardian, the group stood before the Well of Souls, its mystical waters holding the key to their quest. It was at this pivotal moment that Prometheus, the last Titan, made a decision that would forever alter the course of their journey and the fate of the world. The revelation that the well's power was tied to the life force of a titan weighed heavily on his age-old soul. Prometheus, who had witnessed the rise and fall of civilizations, who had borne the burdens of his kind, understood what needed to be done. The titan knew that his life force could unlock the well's power, a sacrifice that would grant humanity a chance at freedom and a new beginning. His decision was met with a mix of shock and despair especially from Lila. She had come to view Prometheus not just as a powerful ally, but as a mentor and friend, 
The thought of losing him was a painful blow, an emotional toll on top of the physical and mental hardships they had already endured. However, Prometheus was resolute. His journey, which had spanned eons, had led him to this moment, to this act of selflessness. Prometheus addressed the group, his voice echoing with the weight of his decision. He spoke of the long path he had walked, the changes he had seen, and the future he hoped for humanity. His sacrifice, he explained, was not just for those present, but for the countless lives that would follow. It was a chance to break the chains of oppression. With a heavy heart, Lila and the others accepted his decision, recognizing the nobility and necessity of his sacrifice. They gathered around Prometheus, offering words of gratitude and farewell, each feeling the gravity of what was about to transpire. Prometheus approached the Well of Souls, his massive form casting a long shadow. As he reached out and touched the water, his life force began to flow into the well. A radiant light enveloped him, the energy of the titan intertwining with the ancient magic of the well. The cavern trembled, and a surge of power cascaded through the underworld and beyond, signaling the awakening of the Well of Souls. The group watched in awe and sorrow as Prometheus's form became one with the well. His sacrifice unleashed the well's power, a wave of energy that could be felt throughout the world. In his final moments, Prometheus's eyes met Lila's, conveying a message of hope and trust. He entrusted her with leading the fight for freedom, a fight that was now empowered by the well's unleashed energy. As the light from the well subsided, Prometheus was gone. In his place, the Well of Souls stood activated, a testament to his sacrifice and a symbol of a new era. The group, though grieving, felt a renewed sense of purpose. They had lost a great ally, but his sacrifice had given them the most potent weapon in their struggle against the gods, the power of the Well of Souls. In the wake of Prometheus's monumental sacrifice, the Well of Souls pulsed with a newfound energy, its power now accessible, a beacon of change in a world long dominated by the gods. As the group absorbed the gravity of what had transpired, a solemn resolve settled over them. The loss of Prometheus was deeply felt, but his final act had given them the most powerful tool in their quest for freedom. Lila, in particular, felt the weight of their loss and the responsibility now placed upon her shoulders. Prometheus's trust in her leadership and his belief in her ability to guide her people into a new era were both an honor and a burden. She took a moment to reflect on their journey, the sacrifices made and the battles fought. It was clear that their struggle was far from over, but they now had the means to challenge the gods' dominion. The power of the Well of Souls, now unshackled, began to manifest in ways that they had only dared to hope. Across the land, the grip of the gods weakened, their temples and shrines losing the potency they once held over humanity. People, long oppressed and fearful, started to feel a stirring of hope, a sense of empowerment that had been denied to them for generations. Lila emerged as a symbol of this new resistance, a leader who had walked through fire and emerged tempered and strong. Her resolve, born from the trials she had faced, inspired those around her. 
The group that had started as a small band of rebels and outcasts had grown into a movement, a force that challenged the very foundations of the gods' rule. As she stood before her people, Lila saw faces marked by years of oppression, but now alight with determination and hope. She spoke to them not just as a rebel leader, but as a harbinger of the new era that Prometheus had envisioned. Her words, infused with the conviction of their cause, resonated with the crowd, igniting a passion for freedom that would spread like wildfire. The world was changing, and at its forefront was Lila, wielding the power of the Well of Souls. She knew the road ahead would be fraught with challenges. The gods would not relinquish their control easily, and the fight for freedom would be long and arduous. But with the Well's power, they had a fighting chance. As she rallied her people, preparing them for the struggles ahead, Lila felt the spirit of Prometheus guiding her. His sacrifice had not been in vain. It had sparked a revolution, a chance for humanity to reclaim their destiny. The new era was one of uncertainty and potential, of battles yet to be fought and victories yet to be won. But under Lila's leadership, the people were ready to face whatever challenges lay ahead, their spirits unbroken and their resolve unyielding. The age of the gods' tyranny was coming to an end, and a new age of freedom and hope was dawning. As the new era dawned, led by Lila and fueled by the power of the Well of Souls, the world began to transform in ways that defied the old order imposed by the gods. The liberation of humanity was underway, a rebellion ignited by the sacrifice of Prometheus and the courage of those who dared to stand against divine tyranny. It was during this time of upheaval and newfound freedom that a remarkable and unforeseen legacy of Prometheus's sacrifice came to light. As Lila guided her people through the challenges of rebuilding and reshaping their world, strange and wondrous reports began to emerge from across the land. In remote areas, where the power of the Well of Souls was felt most profoundly, the earth itself seemed to be awakening. From the very soil, new beings were arising, entities that bore a striking resemblance to the tales of the ancient titans. Yet they were different, more akin to humanity. These beings, soon to be known as Demi-Titans, were the unexpected offspring of Prometheus's essence, infused into the land through his sacrifice. They were beings of great strength and wisdom, possessing attributes of both titans and humans. Their appearance was both majestic and benign, a far cry from the fearsome titans of old lore. They seemed imbued with a purpose, a desire to aid in the healing and growth of the world that their progenitor had loved so dearly. The emergence of the Demi-Titans was a revelation that stunned both humans and the remaining gods. For humans, it was a sign that their struggle against the gods had given birth to a new hope, a new force in the world that could stand beside them in their quest for freedom and justice. For the gods, it was a realization that their rule was not only being challenged, but was evolving into something beyond their control. Lila, Witnessing the arrival of these Demi-Titans, saw in them the enduring legacy of Prometheus. His sacrifice had not just broken the chains of oppression, 
It had sown the seeds for a world where the lines between human and titan were blurred. The demi-titans, with their unique blend of strength and wisdom, became allies to humanity, aiding in their efforts to build a society free from the whims of the gods. Under Lila's leadership, an alliance was forged between humans and demi-titans. Together they worked towards a shared vision of the future, a world where the power was balanced and freedom was a right afforded to all beings. The demi-titans brought with them knowledge of the old world and a connection to the natural forces of the earth, enriching the human experience and providing insights into living in harmony with the world.